fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market laissez-faire capitalist society allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. What up? You bet it is that time of day again as we get back into the swing of things after our great Independence Day celebration yesterday. Welcome into the Voice of Reason. I am Andy Hoosier broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas on our flagship radio station all over the country. Radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting wherever you may be watching or listening we appreciate you thanks for hanging out with us today on a tuesday hope everybody had a great independence weekend i am exhausted but it was great (laughs) it's always busy my my town which i'm just outside of wichita kansas where i live is kind of a little suburb area there it is i found it interesting why they still had their fourth of july celebrations on monday for the fourth of july i would have thought that most towns would have done it on saturday or sunday so that way you still can recover on monday because mass amount of people had to go back to work on tuesday so i didn't quite get why we still did the celebration on monday it was cool it was great but i'm tired because the city fireworks didn't even go off until about 10 o'clock at night by the time i got home we got cleaned up and took a shower after all being out in the dirt and outside all day in the wind and the sun and everything i wanted to freshen up a little bit by the time i got to bed it was almost midnight now i may be 33 but i'm an old soul and i like to go to bed by 10 o'clock at night so you know staying up till midnight was a little brutal for me but nonetheless it was awesome it was an amazing weekend i hope you had the same as well i tried to post some pictures and some things throughout social media uh, throughout the weekend so that way people can stay up and up on what the heck was going on i will say though that I didn't quite get done as much as I usually like to get done on Independence Day weekend, on 4th of July weekend. Because, obviously, doing a lot of things involved with the community and trying to be part of the community and trying to do things there, also trying to work on other projects as well, I didn't get to do the leisurely time that I normally like to do. I don't know if anybody else does this, but I have a laundry list of movies that I like to watch for 4th of July, the same as I do for Christmas time. Everybody has their Christmas movies. You watch The Christmas Story or Elf or The Santa Claus or whatever. You know, everybody's got their own movies they like to watch. Uh, You know, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, whatever's uh, intriguing to you. I do the same, not just for Christmas, but I do the same for really every holiday. I do the same for St. Patrick's Day which I watched The Boondock Saints and Angela's Ashes, both of them fantastic movies. I do the same for Halloween, where there's a laundry list of scary movies that we watch, but I do the same as well for 4th of July. And I only got one of my movies in this weekend, which was The Patriot, obviously, because that's how we started the nation and the whole revolution thing. And that movie, every single time, I don't know what it is, always makes me tear up and just bawl like a little girl. So I enjoy... (laughs) I enjoyed the movie The Patriot this weekend, did not get to enjoy the other ones. Andy, what other ones do you have? I mean, there are so many patriotic movies that it's hard to choose from, but my normal list includes The Patriot, which is the top priority, uh, National Treasure with uh, Nicolas Cage, 
And then you go into some fun ones. You got Rocky Four, where the United States beats the Russians. I thought it was going to be relatively appropriate this year, which is why it was higher up on my list to watch this year, but I didn't get to watch that one. So Rocky Four is always in there. Then you have Rambo, because that's just an American pastime there, again with Sylvester Stallone. Then you have all the war movies, which I try to watch as many of them as I can. I have a hard time, however, sometimes with the Deer Hunter or Platoon or um, uh, the Flags of Our Fathers. Or uh, there's so many, I don't even know which one's right now. What was the one that just, the Shooter? That was another good one, Mark Wahlberg. The original Shooter, you can't watch the old one. But the original Shooter with Mark Wahlberg. And then um, Sniper, the Sniper, right? Is that what it is? The American Sniper, that's what it was. I always watch that one too. Those always get the blood pumping and you feel good when it comes to America and being able to preserve our freedoms in our our nation. But I didn't get to any of those over the weekend. I did, however, get to watch The Patriot, and that was the classic that you have to watch on 4th of July weekend. So I hope everybody had a great one. You got to enjoy as well. I hope you were able to survive the $5 gallons of gas across the nation or the 17% higher meat for the barbecues this season or the insanely high fireworks because of the import supply chain issues and the delivery issues. On top of that, the near 9% inflation rates on top of that. I was talking to our neighbor, who's actually the uh, the guy that sells the fireworks in our little community there, and they apparently were just struggling this year. Not a whole lot of people. Now, the fireworks were still good this year, but not as many private people going out and buying fireworks like they normally do. So thank you, Joe Biden. You have stifled our celebration by making things so expensive that we couldn't enjoy as much as we normally do. Lots to get to today. Obviously, we have the shooting that happened over the weekend down in the suburb of Chicago, which I find very interesting. We have anywhere between 9 to 15 people that die in the inner cities of Chicago every single weekend. But this one of a parade of white people walking around for 4th of July that to get shot up with four people that four or six people that died, a bunch of people that were injured and the media is all over this one with another push for gun control. We'll get that here in just a little bit. But what makes me happy is this celebration as we talked about a little bit on Friday going into the weekend that there's a major separation or there needs to be a major separation with our focus between government and America. When we celebrate the 4th of July, and even those that may be upset with the Supreme Court hearings lately with the gun issues or Roe v. Wade or the other side of the aisle is just angry in general, there's a lack of separation to them between what government does and the idea of what America is. And because of that lack of separation, there are so many that have not been able to enjoy the 4th of July and Independence Day like they should to enjoy what that holiday is actually all about, because it's not about government. In fact, it's about fighting against a tyrannical, oppressive government. If we look at, like, the Patriot and the whole movement of starting a revolution and the Founding Fathers signing the Declaration of Independence on the 2nd of July of 1776, making it publicly announced on the July 4th of 1776 that we are going to fight to become an independent nation, that we're going to do our own thing, leave me the hell alone. There's a lack of separation on the other side that they don't see that separation. To them, what government does is all be all because they look towards the government for everything. So they don't quite understand when the government doesn't do anything that they like and they're angry, then they don't even want to celebrate the 4th of July because they don't understand that, hey, America is still great. The idea of America is still alive. Let's try to preserve that regardless of what individuals in Washington, D.C. are doing. 
They don't get that. But I'm telling you, the pendulum is starting to swing so far back to the other way. We're winning that argument, and people are starting to wake up to it. At the same time, while we have massive Fourth of July and Independence Day celebrations all over the country with parades and fireworks and festivities and baseball games and cherry pie and barbecues and whatever the hell you're doing all over the country, the new Gallup poll shows that there's a lack of trust in the governmental and U.S. institutions, which to the other side is a mind bender for them. But, but, I say that's a good thing. According to the latest poll, that there's a massive decline, and the largest declines <laughs> are actually in the government, but there's a massive decline all over the board for institutions. The highest is the presidency, where as of this time last year, 38% of the American people supported a great deal of what the institution, not the president himself, but the institution of the presidency did or what was about. That is down 15% this year to 23%. Second worst is the U.S. Supreme Court. Obviously, after the decision that happened uh, just recently, I think there was a major hit there for those that don't like the decision. But the institution as itself had a 36% approval rating this time last year. Now it's at 25%, down 11 year over year. Others include the military down by five points from 69 to 64%. Police trust went from 51% to 45%. That's a six-point drop over the last year, uh, year over year. The criminal justice system down by six points from 20 down to 14%. And the worst at the bottom of the aisle includes big business down 4% from 18 to 14% approval rating as an institution as a whole, not by individual businesses or individual corporations, but the industry as a whole of just quote unquote big business. TV news and mainstream media down 5%, which it was already pathetic, from 16% approval to 11% approval. And the worst out of all of it is Congress, which they always have a low one because they can never agree on anything, went down five points from 12% down to seven, according to the new Gallup polls. These are fascinating to me because this to me shows that there was such a lack of trust in the institutions. And there's all in here between organized religion, which is down by six points right now from 37 down to 31%. I personally can see why in many instances. Public school system down from 32 to 28%. That's down four points. Organized labor maintained. That was actually the only one on the chart that maintained at 28% year over year. Banks went down 6%, 33 to 27. Large technology companies, slight hit there, down 3% between 29 and 26. What does this mean? With all these numbers that I'm rattling off here that really don't mean a whole lot to individuals. But what does this all mean? This means that we're distrusting the system as a whole. Now, according to Mitt Romney, and we'll get into him, the Yahoo, here in just a little bit. That means that people are so distrusting of the system itself, they just want to go and do their own thing. I don't trust the bank. I don't trust the president. I don't trust the criminal justice system. I don't trust the mainstream media or Congress or big business or newspapers or organized labor or the public schools. I don't trust you. I'm going to find alternative means to do it myself. Now, to me, that is music to my ears. Because what have we been saying really since COVID started the last three years uh, now on the radio is that we needed 
to find our individualism again and to separate to be self-dependent. We do not need to be dependent on the government. We need to try and limit our dependency on even your own income and your own company that you work for and your own uh, job because if they shut down for another pandemic, then you are in a bad situation begging for the government to try and give you a paycheck just to be able to survive. The self-dependence now is more important than ever before. And when people don't trust the medical system, which went down six points between 44% down to 38%, that means that they're not trying to go to the doctors to take care of issues. They're trying to figure it out themselves. When they don't trust the public education system, then they're not going to go to the public education system, but instead they're going to look at the private schools or homeschooling or magnet schools or the micro schooling or whatever other options they have in their community. If they don't trust the newspapers, they're not going to read the liberal BS out there. If they don't trust Congress, they're not going to look to Congress to solve the issues for them, but they're going to figure it out themselves. And to me, this is music to my ears. Not that I want the system to crash. I guess I do parts of it, but I want a revitalization of the system to actually function the way that it was intended to, not to be a bloated, over-exaggerated system that's quote-unquote too big to fail, where we continue to bail it out by printing out money over with regulations and taxes and control by the elites at the upper level. This is, to me, the best way to celebrate Independence Day because people don't trust the system and they want to find alternative means to the system, therefore making the system irrelevant. And to me, that is the best way for us to celebrate a 4th of July celebration. I don't know about you, but I think we're moving in the right direction because they had to push us over the ledge on the other side to show how stupid their ideas were for us to start coming back, waking up and realizing, hey, maybe their ideas aren't so good. Maybe their ideas aren't the best, and maybe we shouldn't look to them to solve any issues, including the gun issue, which we'll talk about here in a little bit as well. It's a post-Monday. we got a lot to talk about here coming back from the Independence Day celebration. Happy Fourth of July. Let's get to it here on The Voice of Reason. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. 24 minutes past the hour. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting. However you watch or listen to the show, we always love you and appreciate you very, very much. We are officially halfway through the year of 2022. Can you imagine that? We are halfway through the year already. I thought that we were still in like February or March, honestly. We are so, it is going by so fast and I have so little time to do the things that I need to do. Like the panic setting it. Oh my gosh, holiday season's right around the corner. I know most people didn't want me to say that one, but nonetheless, welcome in. Happy post-Independence Day as we continue to celebrate. While we look at the institutions and the trust in these institutions on the decline all over the nation, according to these new Gallup polls, where less and less people are trusting just different industries, anything from police, military, medical system, religious organizations, public schools, organized labor, small business. That went down 2%. That's kind of strange as well. Uh, the presidency, the Supreme Court, Congress, all of them on, in the tanks, big business, TV, newspapers, doesn't matter. No one trusting the system anymore. We want to do our own thing. To me, it's music to my ears. I love hearing this because that shows that people are starting to think independently. Let me be self-sufficient on my own. I will do my own thing. Leave me the hell alone. I tell you, as a millennial, as a quote-unquote younger individual, I don't feel that way very much anymore. But I guess on the scale of politics, I guess I'm on the younger end compared to someone like Pocahontas or Nancy Pelosi. But uh, I try to represent or try to bring into the realm those that like to just be left alone. Because if they wake up their voice, then we're unstoppable. And in my generation, it is the ones that look a little goofy, that don't look necessarily like the typical conservative Republican, that just the, the libertarian that just wants to be left alone, the tattoo parlor shop guy that has the gauge earrings and the tattoos all over the place that say, you know what, I don't care about the system, leave me alone, let me live my life. Those are the people that need to speak out, that need to come into the realm and fight to be left alone. Because... Just like all throughout history, when they just want to be left alone, but they refuse to fight to be left alone, then they continue to be overwhelmed and they end up losing in numbers. What do they say during the revolution? We must all hang together or we will surely all hang separately. We have to unite and make our voice heard. On the other hand, then you have this Yahoo that tries to be a Republican but is no Republican and has hinted that he may step down from his seat in the Senate because he's so unpopular and every speaking engagement that he goes to, he gets booed. And yes, of course, I'm talking about the man himself, Mitt Romney. As he made a comment over the weekend saying that uh, we are a nation in denial and says that Americans, quote, dismissing threats that could be cataclysmic. Of course, talking about the January 6th hearings going against Donald Trump, he says that he would not run for president in 2024. Oh, thank God. Thank, thank you. <laughs> 
What accounts for the blithe dismissal of potential cataclysmic threats? The left thinks the right is at fault for ignoring climate change and the attacks on our political system. The right thinks that the left is the problem for ignoring illegal immigration and the national debt. But wishful thinking happens across the political spectrum overall. Wishful thinking, but much of it's in the pipe dream. And as he railed on Donald Trump, saying that those that still support Donald Trump are causing the cataclysmic change because we don't support institutions any longer because of the splitting and the separation that Donald Trump gave us, according to Mitt Romney, then that's what's causing the issues in the country. And that he thinks that a crisis like a Pearl Harbor or another 9-11 could clear the scales and shake up public consciousness, but says that, quote, a crisis might come too late for a course correction that could prevent a tragedy. So in other words, we need a 9-11 or we need a Pearl Harbor to wake everybody up and come together. I'm telling you right now, that's not going to happen. Even if something like that did happen, which we're seeing with shootings all over the place now, all we're seeing is more division. We have been in such a frenzy to hate each other on both sides that that is not going to bring us together. If we had an issue like that happen now, another 9-11, we would not. In fact, the division was already starting then in how different it was compared to Pearl Harbor when we had people out there saying that the chickens are coming home to roost for the United States. And then those people somehow got into power and continued that divide, and you're just feeding off of that. So... You're creating the divide by not uniting us under common principles. Thank you, Mitt Romney. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government, censorship, and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media. When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right you are. Welcome back into the show. It is a post-Independence Day, a post-Monday celebration here on The Voice of Reason. Always great to have you along for the ride today, trying to get back into the groove of things like we do every single day. And we thank you for hanging out with us. By the way, I so I wasn't going to do it yesterday. I was going to release it at the end of this week or beginning of next week. And then I realized that was almost halfway through the month already. So I might as well just do it. But if you have not signed up for the newsletter that we have, go to whosyourreason.com, H-O-O-S-E-R, reason.com. You can also follow us on our social media and uh, go to the website. You can sign up for the newsletter, which you won't get the last newsletter, but you can sign up for the August one that will come out at the beginning of next month. But we have our blog on there, which I did post on our newsletter for those that did receive it. It's also our new op-ed to OpsLens, which you can go to OPSLENS.com, OpsLens.com, and you can see the latest uh, piece there. But I was going to wait 
And then I realized how important and how time sensitive it was. So I ended up posting it yesterday. The newsletter went out yesterday morning on 4th of July. The blog posted on the website on the 4th of July, and it also went on to the Opsland site live as well for the app and the website at Opslands.com. And it went all over their live, which was really awesome for the turnaround that they had, which I appreciate very much because the uh, the blog, I guess it's a blog, an op-ed article. I don't know. I'm a terrible writer, so I don't know what you call it. Uh, but it came out, and it's referencing the 4th of July and Independence Day. And it really talks about the recapping of the SCOTUS hearings and the different opinions that came out over the last few weeks and how it led up to such a victorious Independence Day celebration for us on the conservative end. So if you get time, go and read it. You can visit it again on the website at HoosierReason.com as our blog right on the homepage. You can also see it on the Opslens website at OPSLENS.com. And then I think I'm also going to make it public and share on the social media site, which I usually don't do. I want you to go to the website to see it. But it was a. I was honestly pretty proud of that one. And uh, I was really happy with the way I wrote that one. So I'm going to post it on the social media on all of those at Who's Your Reason as well. Or maybe I'll just post the link to it, I guess. That way you still go to the website, which I always appreciate when you do and check that out. But I was proud of it. The newsletter went out, but always subscribe. And we appreciate when you do subscribe to the newsletter. And the next one will come out at the beginning of August. Why? Because we don't like to spam you with a whole bunch of garbage. We just like to give you a once a month newsletter of what's happening with the Hoosier Media Network and with the show. All right, let's get into what's trending. We can't do the show today without talking about this garbage, but... What's trending today? Another one, which again, I find fascinating. We have shootings in Chicago every single weekend, anywhere between, you know, seven people dead, 15 people dead, 20 people dead, from gang-related shootings that happen in the inner city of Chicago every single weekend that has some of the strongest gun control regulations in place, and we don't hear a word about it in any way, shape, or form from the mainstream media. Now, we have this one where everybody's all up in arms because there was a 4th of July parade that happened yesterday and a shooting happened where a 22, uh, according to Newsmax, they have found the guy, 22-year-old man is under arrest as a person of interest in the mass shooting at an Independence Day parade in suburban Chicago that killed at least six people, wounding at least 30 others, and sent hundreds more fleeing. Now, it's a suburb of Chicago. I'm assuming there is some form of gun control in the suburb of Chicago. It's not just wide open. It's in the state of Illinois still. They don't like their guns. I I take that back. The rural communities and the Republicans like their guns. The rest of the state does not with the government and with the Democrats that pretty much dominate the state of Illinois. They don't like their firearms. There would be some type of gun control in place in this suburb of Chicago where the shooting happened. Please tell me how that stopped a shooting last week, uh, yesterday. Can anybody tell me how that stopped the shooting in some way, shape, or form? Also, just the word of the wise Democrats, can you keep your crazy radical anarchists on a tighter leash, please? I would appreciate that very much. <laughs> I'm going to get heat for that one. Andy, why do you assume that they were a left-wing anarchist uh, from the Democrats? Well, because I don't know anybody else that would want to shoot up a 4th of July celebration celebrating freedom with American flags and a parade. I don't know anybody else that would actually despise a community gathering celebrating the freedom of our nation more than a Democrat who's probably angry about Roe v. Wade, probably angry about some of the latest religious uh, uh, protections from the Supreme Court, probably angry about gun restrictions. So like professors that have said on Twitter that NRA members need to be shot and die, this is probably some type of mindset with with a, an extreme mental illness that wants to do harm to those that are just gathering and having a good time. 
because I still ask Democrats, name one mass shooter that has been a conservative right-wing individual, a shooter that has caused a mass shooting. Now, they say this is the, what did they say? According to the Associated Press, this was the 200 and what mass shooting of the year, which I like to challenge that. I don't know if that's necessarily true or not. 309, there it is, according to MSN.com. Highland Park 4th of July parade shooting was the nation's 309th mass shooting of the year. According to the story with the shooting in Highland Park, Illinois' nation's uh, 246th birthday, the U.S. has marked its 309th mass shooting of the year, according to a nonprofit that tracks gunfire incidents. To this, to year to date, there have been on average 11 mass shootings per week, according to the nonprofit Gun Violence Archives data. I would like to challenge that because we don't hear about this in the news that much. So if it is happening, no one's covering it is the way it should be. I would also like to ask the definition of what they're using as a mass shooting. Because according to the government, mass shooting is actually anyone uh, where four or more people die, not including the shooter. Some have adapted that to say four or more people shot, excluding the shooter. You don't have to die. You just have to have four people wounded. And that would be considered a mass shooting, which I'm assuming, can't be say for sure, but I'm assuming that's what the nonprofit Gun Violence Archives data is going after, is four individuals that have been wounded from a shooting in some way, shape, or form, because I have a really hard time believing 309 mass shootings have happened this year. At the same time, they, of course, say that it wasn't an AR-15 in this one, but it was like an AR-15 long rifle. Because it wasn't this time, but it was still a really scary gun. Therefore, we shouldn't allow any type of firearm that's a long rifle to be used by the general public because that's really, really bad. But the person has been arrested, the 22-year-old, according to the police chief of Highland Park, after arresting Robert E. Crimo the third, Crimo, Crimo, C-R-I-M-O, Crimo the third, after spotting him driving about five miles north of the shooting scene where he had apparently shot near 70 rounds and then ended up changing into drag and tried to blend in with the crowd to escape after the mass shooting. Police declined to immediately identify him as the suspect, but said they identified him as a person of interest. Sharing his name and other information publicly was a serious step. He was identified by DNA samples taken by the rifle that was recovered at the scene and tested by the Federal Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. The July 4th shooting, this according to Newsmax, by the way, was just the latest of the shatter of uh, the rituals of American life. Schools, churches, grocery stores, and now community parades have all become killing grounds in recent months. All right. Not to put any assumptions in here and not to politicize an event, because, again, this is another devastating one with numerous individuals injured, four to six people dead, and completely destroying the lives of many in a public gathering of a parade. The question is why. Why are we so... Fired up, politically speaking, metaphorically speaking. Why are we so angry? Why are we in such a world of dismay with mental illnesses that this is the answer that someone has? And this is the question that we ask after every shooting, isn't it? Why and how did we get to this point? Why would someone feel like this is what they need to do? I'm assuming, and again, this is an assumption for me, Nothing beyond that, and not to politicize it, but to really understand the mindset. Because you know me, I like common sense, and I like to at least not even under uh, agree with your point, but understand from point A to point B how you got to that point. To drive yourself to go with a long rifle, 
whatever type of rifle it is, which they're not saying, so it's got to be something that's somewhat uh, generic and that they're just trying to demonize long rifles again now, that they would take that to a parade and shoot up a mass crowd of people. On 4th of July, celebrating the American flag, celebrating independence, celebrating freedom. Why? The only thing that I could think of is the angry, riled-up group from the other side of the aisle that despises this day because if women can't have the right to an abortion, then by golly, no one should have freedom or enjoy life in any way, shape, or form. Because they've literally said these things after the Roe v. Wade reversal. They've said these things after the freedom of the religion where the high school football coach was able to practice and pray on the football field at a public school. They've said these things after the uh, Supreme Court came out and defended concealed carry permits. They've said these things that they want to watch the system burn. We have elected officials on the other side of the aisle that is openly advocated for anarchy, for the complete ignoring of a third of the federal government with the Supreme Court, to overthrow that system and to do their own thing. We had Democrats that were Bernie Sanders supporters, open Bernie Sanders supporters, opening fire at a baseball field to target specifically Republicans. I've still yet to see where the Republican conservative Trump supporting guy or gal was the one that went out and did a mass shooting. So Democrats, keep your crazies on a tighter leash. Although I do want to backtrack that a little bit because they might actually enjoy that. But keep them at bay to where we can do a civil protest we can do civil engagement and we can work towards the country becoming a better place. When Mitt Romney says that we need a catastrophe to unite us and shake us back into uh, reality here, it's not going to work because this is the stuff that goes on where they take it to the extreme. We literally have a generation now that despises the country, that burns the flag, that hates the United States, and it breaks my heart. It absolutely breaks my heart because that's not the way it's supposed to be. We should be able to disagree on issues while still moving forward as a nation to evolve and make ourselves a better place. But we've become so polarized that a 4th of July parade, people celebrating the nation, is the target now. Does this make you feel more safe or less safe? Well, I tell you what, I'm guaranteeing that individuals that were involved in that, there's going to be a spike in concealed carry permits around that area, not giving a damn what the state of Illinois or Chicago says, because they want a firearm to protect themselves to make sure it doesn't happen again. Again, backfiring, metaphorically speaking, on the Democrats' agenda of scaring people into hating guns even more. I don't think it's going to work very well. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, welcome back into the program. Last couple of minutes on the show. Hey, you want to hear something really funny today? I'm talking really funny. This is the mindset of the Democrats in their state of desperation right now, where they are losing their minds over the election and everything that happens where they try to take advantage of it like before. Remember, never let a crisis go to waste. Oh, there's a shooting on the 4th of July. Let's go ahead and push gun control again. Sorry. That doesn't work. The Supreme Court came out and protected it. And whenever that does happen, more people go out and buy concealed carry. There was a uh, new report showing. See if I can find it here. Here we go. According to Newsmax.com, U.S. sells one million civilian guns for a record-setting 35th straight months in the country. I'm telling you, one million guns a month. For 35 straight months, that's at least 35 million guns over the last 35 months. There are hundreds of millions of firearms in the private sector. There are close to 8 billion rounds of ammunition, is guesstimated by the ATF right now, across this nation. And they want to try and push gun control. It's record-setting how many people are scared and how many people want to be protected because they don't want to feel vulnerable. They want to be a hashtag not me, not a hashtag me too. And that's why they're going out and getting firearms. So this whole platform of let's go against the guns for election season, that's not going to work. That's the most unpopular stance that you can take, and we've seen it in the elections. But yet they just don't get it. They are too thick-skulled, and they don't quite understand that. Also, the FBI background checks with firearms in June exceeded 2.57 million, which is an uptick from April and May. Two and a half million background checks in one month. We're not talking yearly numbers here. We're talking monthly numbers. How many people got a background check? Meaning either their first time getting a gun or they were buying another gun. Two and a half million background checks for the month of June. That's up from April and May. However, June totals fall short of the March background checks that hit 3.08 million for the month of March. And they want to go against guns. I was, uh, I made a social media meme for 4th of July of, it was like Will Ferrell and he was yelling and the comments on there said, hey, we're celebrating, got to remember, we're celebrating a holiday that literally was a holiday that we get to celebrate because the civilians were armed. 
which I thought was appropriate. I thought it was kind of funny. But there was a Democrat that always trolls some of my social media comments and made the comment of, well, I think guns need to be banned. We need to get rid of all bullets and we need to get rid of all firearms. We don't need them anymore. Different time, different way of life. We totally just need to get rid of them now. And I just laughed because good luck. Good luck getting rid of the three million, two and a half to three million people trying to get a firearm every month. Good luck trying to stop the one million sales of firearms every single month that's been happening for a record 35 months straight in this nation under Trump and under uh, Biden right now because people were happy to get them and now they're scared they're not going to be able to get them, which, you know, Barack Obama and Joe Biden have been some of the biggest gun salesmen in this nation. But that's the good stuff. Now, for the funny part, that's not the funny part. That was actually the good part there. The funny part is what do they do when Democrats don't have anywhere else to turn? They go back to their classics. They go back to their same old, same old, where they somehow are going to pull it out and think that it's going to be their saving grace because they don't like anything new. I know as conservatives, we get blamed for not liking change. You know, it's working. Why fix something that's not broken? which I definitely agree with that mindset. But Democrats are even worse to where they don't like anyone new being part of their party. An opinion piece from TheHill.com. Now more than ever, Democrats need Hillary Clinton. Oh, yes. This is the unofficial announcement of Hillary Clinton jumping into the presidential race of 2024. Earlier this year, he goes on a co-authored a piece of the Wall Street Journal that argued that the perfect storm in the Democrat Party is making a once unfathomable scenario, a comeback for Hillary Clinton in 2024, highly plausible. Our reasoning was that President Biden's low approval rating, doubt about his capacity to run again, Vice President Harris's unpopularity, and the absence of another strong Democrat to lead the ticket have created a leadership vacuum within the party that only Hillary Clinton, as an experienced and politically savvy, changed candidate, is able to fill. There you go. The Democrats going back to the old guard. Hillary Clinton trying to run again for president because, well, there's a leadership vacuum. You created the leadership vacuum because you won't let anybody young to come in and actually take over when you have Nancy Pelosi and Elizabeth Warren and Chuck Schumer and all those guys that just refuse to step away and retire after 60-plus years in power. I mean, we have a guy that shakes the hand of the air when he steps off stage right now, and they think that that's the proper leadership. Yeah, you're in a world of hurt, and you're maybe you're right. Maybe Hillary Clinton's the only one that can bring you back on track. And if that's the case, that really shows how desperate you really are and how pathetic the party actually is. Boom. Feels good to be back behind the microphone after a couple days off. Back at it again tomorrow. We have an awesome week lined up for you. Until then, be your own voice of reason. This is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on 
religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course, yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media.